guys, welcome back to Lesbian Honest. I'm Ash. I'm here with my amazing wife, Kirst. What's up, guys? Oh, it. We finally have ended this long week. <laughs> this was a long week for sure, especially for Kirst. Yep, it was long. I had a lot of clinicals, a lot of school, a lot of school. Yeah, girl's been like probably like hard. sixty hours of school this week. Oh my god, I don't know how you did it, but you did. You're amazing. It's over now. Well, not all of it, but at least this round of clinicals is over now. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I know this was a hard stretch in your nursing journey, so I'm glad that this is now done and checked off your list. Right? One more thing. Another one bites the dust. Gosh, I I mean, like, we're doing, like, really good, though, like, throughout this process. Right. Like, I feel like we've been, like really good with like the kids and with like you know our schedule I don't know I think that like we've done we've managed really well we've had really good support yeah I mean it's just balancing I think learning to just like slow down take a step back and like listen to like what your body or your emotions are like telling you I think that's like something that I know I've been focusing on is like if I'm just not I don't have it in me to go and do extra stuff one week. Like, that's okay. Right. You know? And I think that's, like, a big, big thing that, I don't know, just, it's not really a boundary, I guess, like, maybe, like, a boundary of your time or a boundary of, like, your... I think it's just, like, being, like, trusting yourself. Right. Like, you have to trust yourself. Like, and I think that, I know I've learned significantly more about that in the last, like, couple weeks, and I think that... Like, trusting yourself is, like, doing things that maybe other people wouldn't agree with or advise you on or, like, I'm a big believer that it's, like, never the right time for anything. Right. So, it's like why not just jump? It's, like, never the right time for anything, but never not the right time either. Right. So, it's, like, why not just jump? And I know that, like, that was kind of, like, what you were forced into, like, through COVID and... Like, when you got laid off and you're like, I don't really know. Like, I really want to just, like, be a nurse. Like, maybe I should just go to school. And I was like, just do it. Just do it. And I was only, like, a week or two in on my new job at the time. Like, new career. Not, like, new job, like, in the same industry. Like, straight up new career. Right. I went from, like, a finance world to, like, an automotive world. Yeah. Two completely different things. Yeah. And I was like, just go to school. Just stay home with the kids. Go to school. Like, now's the time to do it. Just do it. It worked out. I mean, I applied to a program that's pretty, like, strenuous. Like, there's a lot of applicants and only a select group gets in. And But you worked your ass off to get there. And that's I mean, why there's a select group that gets in. Because they want the people who are going to, like, apply themselves. Right. And you showed that because you applied yourself. And right. that's I mean, how the fellow classmates you have. Yeah. Like, that's why they're in there as well. Right. I think that's the biggest thing. I think that, like, I'm learning that, like like I know I've learned like I used to support a certain like name brand that I was super like in support of like and I've kind of come back now and like things change and things change over time and now they're kind of like moving in a direction of like what I don't support and I agree with and like that's okay I just don't know that like I want to continue 
I mean, when you wear other like name brands, you essentially are marketing for them and like saying and claiming that you agree with them. And so when things change, it's like, do I still like wear these items because I've spent money on them or do like, I like stand up for like what I believe in. And so I think that like, I've gotten to a point where I'm like, I'm going to just do it on my own. Like how that's what you did with your career path and not letting anybody get in the way. Like, right. cause you never know what you're going to put out in this world and like what's going to be like, how it's going to be received and what's going to come to you in return. Right. Like. I think, like, with school, it's just getting over that hump of, like, first fear, right? Mm -hmm. Of not being able to do, to succeed, or you're scared of failing, or just not being good enough, mm -hmm. smart enough, you know? And the work it takes to, like, get to that. Like, it's... it's but a, you have like, to trust that you can do it. Like, you have to trust yourself and you have to, like, apply yourself to do it. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing is, like, trusting yourself, whether it's, like, going for something. Like, you were scared to start nursing school. Like, yeah. you were worried about it. You were, like, fearful of failing. Like, because that's your dream. Like... Well, and it's hard. And it's, like, engraved in us at a young age to, like, not always believe that we can do these things. Like... I don't know. I guess it's just, like, I did do super well in high school after, like, everything happened to us. So, like... <laughs> but you graduated because you applied yourself. Like, that's proof right then and there. Like, you had so many things going against you. Like, you didn't have your family support at the time. You were being judged and abandoned and showed not conditional love because being gay. Mm -hmm. Like, you already had some things that you were processing from just growing up anyways like there was a lot of things that were against you to not graduate high school right for sure I mean and I did apply myself and like I don't feel like I I didn't a hundred percent apply myself like at the end there like I applied myself just enough to pass and to you like graduate did. but I did you still did and I remember when everybody else was out having fun at senior days your ass was inside the school <laughs> testing taking a bunch of tests and doing extra credit like shit. my diploma wasn't even in that little folder thing that they give I don't think you it's in anybody's so they can take it away though right right but like they didn't really have, they didn't have yours ready to go yeah they were like but we know that like you have the credits to have a diploma but like i'm not sure if my diploma i think i have to like go and get it on a different day i think you did i think we did have to go get it which was but like I, but that's what i mean though is that like you have to like trust in yourself and that's something that like i'm learning more so right now like I sit here and I watch you like attack these impossible weeks and I'm like how the hell did she do it like she watches the kids she, like she's like taking care of our children taking care of our house studying for exams completing homework and going to clinical I'm like I didn't work this week there's people I told my work I can't I this is not happening. I was like listen but not for me there's there are single individual students that are going to nursing school that can't manage it like you're managing it. But I you don't have know three any children, though. That's well, exactly. Awesome. But that's what I'm saying, though, is that, like, you trust it in yourself. You're like, I can do this. Sure. I can do this. And, like, I find you on occasion being like, oh, my God, I can't do this. Oh, no, there are, there's, like, <laughs> probably bi-monthly breakdowns on the couch. It's usually, you know, I'm sitting on the same cushion. It's, like, my negative cushion. I think that's where, like, my mental breakdowns happen. It's only on that damn cushion <laughs> on our safe couch. Place. No, that's my safe place. I have one cushion on the couch that I feel comfortable enough to cry on. But I'll just break down to Ashley and be like, I can't do this. I literally can't. And she's like, what do you mean you can't do it? And I'm like, I just... All of it! I can't do I can't any do of it. it. I can't do it. And... There have been, like, real conversations of, like, Ash is, Ash doesn't, 
when I get to that point, she, I think, takes it pretty seriously because she's like, you can't give up right now. And like, <laughs> I, remind I don't Kirsten, really have an intention of I giving up. I just Kirsten need to, to be like, say I can't do I it. I told you I would commit to two years. I can't commit to two years in one day. You have to do this. <laughs> She's like yelling at me. I trying to be yell. encouraging. I don't yell. But, but I'm definitely like, very like, like give... stern in yeah. like the listen, you've got when it's it's a there's a whole roller coaster that happens first though. It's like, babe, you got this, like what's going on? And then like <laughs> And then like and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm not crying anymore, I'm done crying. I just don't know if it's going to work. And I'm like... The tears dry. Okay. And so I'm like, honey, it's okay. Like, don't worry. And then I'm like, what do you mean? Stop it. Yes, you can. You are amazing at this. You're in the top of, like, the top group of your class. Like, you are doing phenomenally. What do you mean you can't do this? And then we get to the point where you're like, I mean, I guess I could do it, but I don't know. I just have to decide to do it. And and at that point is when I'm like, listen, when we had this talk and we made this agreement, I agreed to two years not two years in one day, not three years, not one and a half years, take the last semester off and then go back years. No. Like, this is all I have in me. We in this for the long haul <laughs> till graduation <laughs> day. God bless it. But there are days. And like, I think that, I don't know, a lot has to be said about people that, like, it's just people to know that like everyone has those days, right? Where literally just, everyone has literally those days. I have like, those days at work. I have yeah. those days in life where I'm like, I'm not putting on any type of like garment or securing item of clothing. Like I am not going to leave my bed unless it's to go to the bathroom or like fill a bowl of cereal up. Like (laughs) I'm done. Nope. Done. I would rather dehydrate here. Right. And just not move. (laughs) Seriously. It's a good thing we have kids because honestly, like (laughs) forced to get out of bed. But you know, it's, there are days there. It's and I, I hate how so many people are just like, oh my God, like butterflies and rainbows. That's so fantastic. Like, look at me in my great life. And I'm like, show your struggles. Like show your cool makeup picture. all fucked yeah, up or like a... your bad hair in the morning there or like a... three o'clock in the afternoon and you still have pajamas on. Like just sh- share those things because so many more people relate to that. Right. There was a picture that was posted and it like showed one side of the apple and it was like the perfect side of the apple. Mm-hmm. And then if you looked in the mirror behind it, it was chewed up on the back. Like you would have never known. Like Penny got it? Yeah. Uh- like <laughs> that's our daughter. She likes to take like six bites of an apple and put it back in the apple thing. But... And if you don't check the apples daily, then you find one just sitting there browning. Or you might like get an apple, take it to work and realize that like it has a big bite mark in it. <laughs> so gross. Like, anyway, uh... but like, you know, like, People show the limelight on social media. People share the good things that are happening to them. Like, rarely are people transparent on social media and show the, like, struggle. And I think, like, reels are a little bit better at that now. Yeah, I mean, like... We all laugh about it because I think we all know, like, I've been there. Like, I get that. Right. And it's becoming, you know, more allowed to, like, vent and stuff on... I saw one the other day where it was, like... Something happened, like, the kid, like, threw up or something, and the mom was, like, taking the sheets off the bed instead of, like, putting new sheets on. Just lay a towel down and put the kid back in there. Just tuck him in with me. Like, it's like, I'll deal with this tomorrow. Yep. Because sometimes that's, like, the reality and all you can do. Like, there's, like, I can't tell you how many nights we're like, I don't want to cook. And then we're like, well, we could pick something up. We're like, no. No. Let's cook something. And so sometimes it's like, 
one kid's eating a can of SpaghettiOs and another kid's eating a bowl of cereal and Kirsten and I are sitting there debating so what we want to make. And sometimes we go to bed without dinner or yeah. I just drink a big ass glass of water. <laughs> I'm full. It's milk. We're good. You do milk. I, I do milk. I'll have like a cup yep. of milk and be like, it's okay, I'll just go to bed. <laughs> but like, at least the kids ate. I mean, you they're know? happy. They love it. I they're like a lot to I get cereal for dinner? That's what I wanted. I'm like, yeah. Okay. That COVID day that our kids ate a complete bag of Costco-sized tortilla chips for <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like, it was during the... I mean, we woke up one time when we had a friend stay the night, and we found their daughter on our counter eating raw oats. oatmeal. <laughs> she was sitting like, you know... She was... Like, squatted down yeah. with, like... Her butt not quite touching the, the, like, counter, but, like, her feet were flat. And, like, yeah. she was just squatting there, just eating handfuls of, like, uncooked raw oats. <laughs> What's happening? So we've all been there, okay? <laughs> right. Like, no judgment. It's just one of those... It's just the reality of life. But I wish that, like... I, I think that's why, like, we're trying to be open and raw. And, like, it's... A lot of our story isn't all happy and fun and greatness. Like, no, like, we laugh through it, but, like, you know... <laughs> Sometimes we hear it back, we're like, that was kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, shit, we laughed really hard at that. Or I, like, have, I have some of you guys come to me and be like, oh my god, like, this episode, I was crying so hard, I was like, oh, sorry. And then, like, we, like, one of us will bring it to each other and be like, hey, so-and-so told me that they cried on this episode. You're like, what? what did we say? And so we, like, listen back, we're like, well, that is kind of messed up. Oh. I think we're realizing, like, yeah, like, we have a little bits of trauma that, like, we laugh about sometimes. Or we're just, like, like, whatever, it is what it is. (laughs) Maybe that we're, like, it's either you're going to laugh or you're going to cry. So, like, laughing's better. Because you don't get as many wrinkles when you laugh. (laughs) Is that what it is? I don't know. I just tell myself that. Okay. Um, (laughs) Did you just put eye serum or something on? (laughs) See, we can laugh it. See? Tears break down your skin. Okay. (laughs) Oh, you don't want to (laughs) cry. But, like, no, for real. Like, I think that, like, you know, when you start to tell your story and you say things out loud, like, we talked about this, that, like, it becomes more real as you, like, say something. Like, you might have been, like, having these moments or memories in your brain, but when you, like, say them out loud, you're like, oh, damn, like, that happened. I think that, like, yeah, we haven't, we haven't visited a lot of this, too, for a long time. That's true. So it makes it hard. But yeah, it brings well, that, that kind of like coincides with like where we're picking up our story. Yeah. Because Kirst had our first daughter and went through this like very intensified labor and birth and things happening. And then she held our daughter and was like, I'm ready for another one. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> pump those brakes. Yeah. But it took us forever to have our daughter. Like, conceiving was so hard and so time-consuming. It was a long... It was a long time. And we really wanted our... Like, I know that I was super, like, pushing on, like, I want our kids to be able to go through high school together. Like, I want our kids to, you know, be able to be there and have that support in high school. Like, I think that's really important to have a sibling in high school with you. And so Kirsten was like, well, if it takes another two years, we might as well start, like... Yeah. Trying again soon. So, so Sawyer like... was like a year and a half. No, we were pregnant on Sawyer's first birthday. Oh my God, you're right. Sawyer was like she was ten, 10 months, months old. When we decided That's to right. start trying to get pregnant with our second. And, and um... lo and behold, yep, first try, done, yep. pregnant. 
We were not expecting that to happen that fast. Not even. Like, I was thinking a year, honestly. Uh, yeah, I was like, even if we get pregnant in a year's time? Or six months. Like, that would be that's crazy. better. Yeah. I think we were scared that it was going to take two years again. So we were like, well, if we start now, they'll be three years apart. And that's, like, more than what we really wanted. But, like, we kind of, like, I wasn't about to get pregnant, like, six months postpartum. No. No. You that's know? craziness. Nope. Yeah. I mean, I knew I wanted another one, All like, you ladies out there quick. who have done that, bless you. Right? I mean, <laughs> honestly. I don't well, know. Well, so we did. We got pregnant before we found out we were pregnant before Sawyer's first birthday. Mm-hmm. And we were really excited, actually. But we were, like... We were shocked. Yeah. Like, we were in that, like, no. <gasps> right. Like, we wanted it to happen no matter what time frame, but, like, I guess it just was not expected to take on the first try. And I feel like after, like, even, like, a couple of days, we were like, let's go. All right. Like, we're pregnant. We're going to do this. So we were, like, really excited about it. Yeah. Because we didn't have a hard time this time. And, like, it was so much, like, less stressful and you didn't have to go through as many hormones and like right it was super it was, quick it was so we were stoked we were so stoked and we didn't wait as long to tell people this time right and so like we were really excited but we didn't get the reactions from a lot of people that we were expecting to like share the joy and excitement with us yeah we had a lot of people be like already <laughs> can you really handle this now, mind you, Sawyer was an extremely easy baby. She got very Besides sick for a little bit, stuff. but she was an extremely easy baby. Yeah, like she was happy. She she was happy. She ate. She wasn't a picky eater. She slept through the night. She was generally happy all the time. She wasn't a big crier. Like right, she just had her medical ailments, but like that that was literally fault. like it though. Like right. she was such a piece of little peachy. Keen baby. We, like, having her, I was like, we could have seven more. Oh, my God. That's like, what tricks you. It does. That is what happens. I think people have easy first babies, <laughs> and they're like, we could do this again. This is so easy. <laughs> I don't know what people are talking about. Joke's on you. Right. I mean, so, then there's our son. We find so out. So we find out that we're having a boy. But we need to talk about what happened. <laughs> because that's not what happened. <laughs> Exactly. So we're, well, okay. So let's talk about first, like when we start telling people, we start telling people and it's before Sawyer's birthday, her first birthday. It was really like right before. And we got a lot of like raised eyebrows and kind of like, not so like, how are you guys going to afford two kids? Like, is this really the right time? Like now you, like you, are you guys going to get a bigger place? Like, I mean, just like very like broke down our situation instead of just like having genuine happiness for us. Right. I mean, we had our like main group of people, like our friends and like some family that were like, didn't care. Like they were like right. so happy for us to just be like expanding our family. Right. But it was very few, like a lot, Way even less. people that we thought were going to be super supportive and excited for us were questioning and like. Well, like, that's not really the time to be questioning that. Like, you know, we're not coming to you asking for, like, fertility advice or, like, family planning advice. Like, we're pregnant already. Well. Right? We're not telling you, like, hey, so we wanted to, like, take you out to brunch so we can tell you that we are thinking about having a second child. Right. We're telling you that we're currently pregnant. So, like, asking us, are you sure this is a good idea? Well, I mean, it's kind of Well, and when happening. you go through, like, infertility and things like that and, like, you've, uh, like, speaking for us, like, 
it's not like we would have been like, oh, so like we're pregnant because we don't have whoopsies. But like, even if it had happened the first time we weren't planning on that, it's not like we're going to abort the first, like this pregnancy and be like, well, we really wanted it in six months. Right. No. Hello? I mean, we, yeah. We're not going to do that. So like, that was kind of insi- not insinuated, but like, I don't know when somebody well, but, asks you like, right. What is now really the time? Like, what are you insinuating? Are you, and are you going to get a bigger place? Like, how are you guys going to do that? Like, how are you guys going to do that? Like, are you going to get a different job? I mean, it, it, so that really, it kind of put a damper. It does. And I feel like there's more grace for heterosexual couples that can make a child by themselves because they can have a whoopsies. Right. People don't. Versus people, they literally like, you planned this. Right. And it's like, yeah, we planned it. Right. I mean, we didn't plan for it to take on the first try. So like we weren't expecting. But we were 100% to, but okay with that. Yeah, That's that what we a, wanted. You don't try right. if you don't want it. Right. And we didn't want to go through two years of infertility treatment again. And like the fact that we didn't have to was like so exciting oh my to us. Gosh, that nobody, we were jazzed. It was kind of like hard because I don't think people saw it that way. Well, and they don't understand because they're not in our shoes. They're not going through that. Right. They're making their... They're seeing it with what their their eyes and their perception is, which is fine. But it wasn't what... That's not what I would have loved in those moments. But... Right. So we are super stoked. Obviously, we're hoping for a boy because we have a girl already. Mm -hmm. We were just jazzed, though, that we were pregnant. We ended up having the same ultrasound tech to sex the baby for us. No, this was before that. We went in for oh, like Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. I, I was I like 12 this. weeks pregnant and we went in <laughs> and I'm like it was a special day for me. What day was it? It might have been your birthday. It wasn't my birthday because no, but like it was I don't know, it was a special day. Um and I remember we had a doctor's appointment. And she I forgot about this. comes in and starts like, you know, ask me questions, has me lay down, kind of like measures my tummy is feeling around. And she's like, wow. So like, are you sure this is just a singleton pregnancy? And we're both like, yeah, we're pretty sure. And she's like, oh, okay, you're just like measuring a little bit big for like the week that you're pregnant. So like, I'm going to go get the ultrasound machine just to double check. Well, she didn't say it as nicely. She's like, Wow, like really pop in there, mama. You're really big. Did we verify it's not twins? And I'm like, thanks a lot. Thank you for calling my pregnant wife fat. You know, that's, uh, thank you. Thank you for that. Oh, okay. And she's like, I think she, it like dawned on her and she it like clicked. And that's when she was like, um, well, let's just like put an end to this and I'll get the ultrasound machine really fast and we'll just like notate it now because we'd had like two visits before this right like, and we knew it had it been wasn't. asked both times that we were in and you'd only had 10 months from right. our last baby right <laughs> so kirsten's like you could see the like steam coming out of her ears she's all red she's all irritated she's like bitch keeps calling me fat yeah, i was <laughs> like, not happy like i was also like traumatized from when i was pregnant with sawyer because like i was big like she was big and I was small, so, like, my stomach was big, and we'd go to the King Supers, and people would be like, oh, are you having twins? Oh, were you due, like, last month? Like, people have no problem saying stuff. Right, and Kirsten's like, I'm only six months pregnant. Yeah, like, <laughs> God, people are terrible. I'm not even pregnant. She just got to a point where she started, like, making people feel bad. Yeah, like, who well, says I'm not that? pregnant. 
oh, do you know where the oranges are at? <laughs> so, like, I'm already a little bit, like, sensitive. So she brings in the ultrasound machine, and she's like, now start, you could tell she's trying to make amends. And she's like, well, like, I'm sorry, you're, yes, it's a single, it's a singlet? Is that what they a singleton. A singleton? Yeah. <laughs> a okay. singlet. What is that? What? Oh, it's like a singlet. A what singleton? Yeah. A singleton? <laughs> <laughs> this is why it's hard, friends. Because I don't know these medical terms, and singleton makes me think of Templeton. Charlotte's <laughs> 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 Web! <laughs> she gone. <laughs> Tired for this <laughs> shit right now. How many babies do you have in there? It's a Templeton. <laughs> personal problem for you. A singleton. So Let's let it, I'm gonna literally Google it right now. Okay, keep telling them. I'll let y'all know. Ah, uh, okay. So the doctor like is like, yes, okay, we can see your baby. Here's your baby. Here. So now we're looking at our baby, and so now we're like, we've kind of forgotten what's happened. And we're looking at our little Templeton, and we're... <laughs> she just Googled it. One baby is a singleton, two is twins, three is triplets, four is quadruplets. There's no Templeton. There's no Templeton, okay. <laughs> so, we're like, by this time, like, we're looking at our child now on this screen, and we've... All of our, like, frustration and, like... Kirsten's calmed down significantly. We're kind of just like ooing and eyeing over this beautiful baby already that's like in there. And she's like, Can I make it up to you? I can tell you what you're having. And Kirsten's like, Okay. Oh my God. Yeah, that, yes. I accept your apology. <laughs> and please tell. So she's like, Okay. Like, if we look right here, oh, there it is. See, it's a little girl. And we're like, Oh, yay. Like, I think for a second we were like, Kind of Okay. Like, yeah. like, it was like, but we got on the girl wagon so freaking quick. Yeah, it was like, like we were like, boom. okay, it's just us girls. Like, this is going to be so easy. We already have everything we need. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so I, know, I had like a bed picked out for Ash to put together. It like, was like a, it was like, it's castle. a castle bed. Yeah. It was Ugh. a castle for the girls. Yes. So and we I were was like, just all right, like, yeah, it's going to just be the girls. Like, and so that's what we started saying. Like, the girls, the girls, the girls. <laughs> so we keep going. And they're like, okay, like, well, since you're still measuring a little big, like, we're just going to keep an eye out. Like, because we're going to induce you. We don't want you having a nine pound baby again. They did not say that for this They one. said that towards the end. Yes, they did. Because we went in all the time. And that's how we found out. They did not induce me. No, they didn't induce you. But that's how we found out. So what happened was we were Ugh. getting measurements done significantly. Later. We, this was much later, This was friends. much later. So we've already been planning all the girl stuff. Like, yeah. we've gone through we've gone through Christmas. Yeah, we've been through Christmas So now. we've got all these extra, like, sisterly love, like, sisters Yeah, that's what we got for stuff. Christmas like, from yes. people was, like, girl stuff. And, like, little sister, big sister. Yeah, and it was great. So we go in and we have like this was like our like last measurement I think. I was pretty, that we were supposed to do, yeah. and I think it's like in February. Yeah. Like middle to end of February, and we go in and the ultrasound tech was the same one that sexed our oldest, our first child, and she's like, "Oh my god, girls! Like, how are you? I'm so excited to see you!" So we like catch up really fast, and then like. When she goes to do the measurements of the baby, the mom has to empty her bladder. So she's like, okay, hun, like, go go to the bathroom really fast. So Kirsten gets up and she goes to the bathroom. There's, like, an adjacent door right there in that room to a bathroom. Like, it has its own bathroom. 
So, like, the lady's, like, talking to me. She's getting, like, things ready again for when Kirsten comes back in. And then she's like, oh, shoot, like, I'm out of gel. I'm going to go next door and get some more warm gel. So she, like, goes to the room next door. Well, as she's walking out, Kirsten comes in from the bathroom door. And Kirsten's like, where's she going? And I was like, oh, my God, she thought she saw a penis. And Kirsten's like, what? Like, Kirsten is instant panic. And yes. I'm, like, giggling because I'm a jokester. And I'm like, nah. Was, <laughs> so, like, Kirsten comes in. I'm like, honey, just come sit down. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And so I can't play it on anymore because Kirsten's, like, legitimately concerned. I'm not And, like, happy. freaking out. And I was like, babe, I'm just kidding. She's like, no, you're not. Where is she? And I was like, I'm just kidding. She just went to go get some, like, warm gel. She didn't want to put cold gel on your tummy, like, for when you come back in. And she's like, are you serious? Are you serious? And she's like, yeah. So then... The ultrasound tech comes back in and she's like shaking the warm jelly. And I was like, see, look. And she's like, oh my God. And then, so then she tells on me to the ultrasound tech. Yeah. She's like, she's like, ah, oh, my wife. She just told me that you saw a penis. And so that's why you left because you went to go get help to come and see and like <laughs> to verify. I was like, so we're laughing. We're like, ha ha. She's like, okay. So now she's like going back and like starting to get ready for the measurements. And she's like, what did the doctor say you were having? And we're like, Kirsten's forgiven me in this moment yeah. and so now we're like oh we're having girls and like I'm like holding her hand and she's like looking at me all smitten it's like we're just we're having another girl like we're so excited just us girls and the ultrasound tech starts like tilting her head and gets kind of quiet and then moves the thing around a little bit more and then she pauses the screen and then she like projects it up on the side of the wall and we're like and there's like an arrow and <laughs> she's like that's what you're having. And we're like, what is this? What are we looking at? <sighs> is that a dick? <laughs> and she goes, well, honey, that's what you think it is. And Kirsten and I instantly both are like, no, no, no. I don't think you think you know what we know what we think that is because we don't get to do. No, please specify here. And she's like, it's definitely a boy. <laughs> and we were like, are you sure? She's like, oh, oh yes. Yeah. Very much so. That is a full-blown turtle. And we're like, <laughs> we're going to need a moment. I was so, so mad. Kirsten, like, she's like... Now I don't believe, Ashley, that she was joking. Right. So now I'm trying to, like, backpedal. And I'm like, it was just a joke. I swear it was just a joke. She's like, no, it's not. She said something. I'm like, oh, my God. So she leaves the room because we're clearly, like, shook. And... <laughs> <sighs> The doctor comes in and it's like, hey, like, I do just want to clarify for you. It Apologize. is definitely a boy. And we're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So Kirsten, like, not Kirsten gets dressed like that. We leave. We've got the lady printed it's off. it's not that I'm not happy that it's a boy. I think I just was, like, mad. Well, I joked you first. Yeah. That, like, you joked me. So then you feel like tricked or something i don't know like you I were kind of like butthurt about it like I was. you knew and you just joked me about it but then you said it wasn't and then it was and yeah. i was like i'm in shock because i'm like that i've never had a joke backfire like that holy shit yeah big one and now i'm sitting here like we have nothing like, right this child is due to be born within like the next like three weeks we have nothing we don't even have a name no and i'm i call my mom like hysterically Hysterical. crying she can't understand what I'm saying. She comes over if like without shoes on. Yeah, she had her socks on. She thought that like something was severely wrong. So she gets into our house and she's like, What's going on? What's going the on? The lady sent us with like twenty pictures. Literally. I think she was like, I think you're gonna need these to provide proof. And what well, I don't know. She just printed everything. <laughs> like, I she think was it's because like, she was like, I'll see just you. print the whole <laughs> ultrasound. Um 
And I just put the picture up on the table. And I'm like, look! My mom's like, She's like, my baby has a penis! And her mom's like, it has both? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm no! Like, I'm like, no. And like, so she's panicked. Kirsten's crying and panicked. So she comes over and she's like, okay. So then like mom also like gathered all the pre- like Christmas presents she had gotten. She literally she's like, going- I have to return these to get boy stuff. Like, yeah, she like starts <laughs> gathering up all these little sister, big sister. We all had the like, things. we had picture frames. We had outfits. We had like decorations. We had, I mean, we had yeah. tons of stuff. So the mom takes all that. Cause she's like, no, she's like, I have to exchange this. Have to exchange- you can't have this here. This is going to, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so then we have to, now we have to go and tell everybody. Yeah. And I go to work the next day, and everyone can tell something's wrong with me. And they had, like, had they had had my little baby shower yet or not? Um, no, we hadn't. It was, hadn't. like, coming right up. It, yeah. Because I was going to start taking, like, time off of work soon. And I remember a girl at my work was like, are you okay? And I was like, no. And she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, my baby has a penis. And she was like, what? And I was like... Yeah, yeah, that's right. And she was like, I don't know, it was so funny. Like she was funny, anyways. Yeah, she, she was, was just hoot. hilarious as is. But like, <laughs> it became like an office meeting about my baby because I was so upset about just I was unprepared. It took you a while to wrap your head around it. It really did. And then we had to go to the drawing board and like pick a name out in like, and I I think it was like six weeks before. Yeah, it wasn't like I think it was like so, six to like, seven weeks before we had him. Yes. But we were, we had very little time. And you, we had a name you picked were out past for a girl. Due. We did have a name picked out for a girl. I don't remember what it was now. I do. What was it? Haley Harper Rose. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Haley Harper Rose. That was what it was going to be. But we did not, obviously. Clearly. So then I always wanted Kyron Lyric. Yes. And then we started telling people that we think we're going to name him Kyron. And they'd be like, Kyron? Kyran? <laughs> And in my head, I'm like, well, this kid's resume is never going to stay on a freaking like, table. Like, th- nobody can say his name right already. Like, people can't, like... Yeah. And, and then it's become, like, a religious thing. So then, like, if he's not, now he has to carry that around with him. I'm like... It just oh, wasn't the great just, name. No, it just... It was, we were struggling so hard. Like, people just, like, kept giving us, like, mm. the head tilt and be like, Kai Brand? So we went back to the drawing board. And we went to a concert. Oh, yeah. We went to a concert. We went and saw Gavin DeGraw. And we actually, this was, like, during my radio station wins. Your streak that lasted, like, seven years. (laughs) I was dedicated. (laughs) Classic. Um, (laughs) There's Skittles in there. Um, But it was Gavin DeGraw and David Cook. And we ended up winning backstage passes to, like, hang out with them. And... David Cook was whatever, like yeah, he was still very new in the industry. Gavin DeGraw was friggin' awesome. Like he hung out with us. We all like hung out and like had some drinks. Like I think we hung out with him like at least an hour and a half, two hours before his show. When was this? <sighs> I don't remember. I before, think... before. Yeah, it was before we knew it was a boy too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was before we knew it was a boy. But you were pregnant. Yeah, so I wasn't having some drinks. Or were you pregnant or were you not pregnant? So. You might not have been pregnant. I think we met him before, before. I think it was before, before. It was like in between. We had Sawyer, but we didn't have... Which wasn't very... Our second one yet. Yeah, Sawyer was young. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. No, you're right, because I do remember, like, pictures of us and we both had beers in our hands. Yeah. But, yeah, so we, like, hung out with him. He was super chill, though. Like, super, super chill. Like, really down-to-earth guy. Like, 
he really knew his roots and like where he came from. Like he was not, he did not look at himself above anybody else that was in that room. Like he was just a genuine cool guy and we had a blast. And then we started thinking about it when we had to start thinking of boy names and we decided like, well, we kind of named Sawyer after our TV TV show. show. So why like, would we not try to do that for him? Right. I don't know why. We just, like, all of a sudden started thinking about it. And right. so then we were like, well, what about Gavin? Because, like, Gavin DeGraw sings the theme song for the show that we love. Yeah. And we love the name Gavin. Right. And then one of the characters' names is Lucas Scott. Yeah. So we came up with Gavin Lucas Scott. Yeah. So that was it. GLS. Yeah. GLS. <laughs> GLS! Yeah. But, um... So we had a name. Yeah. So Gavin Lucas is what we went with. Yep. And we were like, okay, like that's it. That And we were like settled on it. Like we didn't have any like Mm-mm. back and forth. Like he came out and we we're like, yep, Gavin Lucas. Yeah. He we're was good. a little Gabby. Yep. I had a little Gabby. Oh. So, but he, his birth was not bueno. Oh no. It was rough. I decided that I wanted to do a natural. Please. Sorry. I don't understand. She had... A nine pound one ounce baby, my friends. And she is like five three, hundred and ten pounds sopping wet at this time. Like she's bitty. And then we have another one and she's like, I think I'm gonna do it this time without the drugs. <laughs> what? She's like, I rented this book from the library and it's gonna <laughs> teach me. Sound like this weirdo. People do that, okay? They read books from libraries and they learn shit. Yes. After they haven't already experienced it hard it wasn't in that, real life. Was it that bad the first time? I mean, I know the aftermath was bad, but, like, I don't feel like it was that bad. We wouldn't do it again if it was that bad. I feel like having a nine-pound, one-ounce baby and then the next one being like, you know what? That wasn't so bad. I think I'll do it without drugs this time. Okay, so I just decided is that I, wanted, different. I just did want to do it without drugs. And so I got a doula because I was like, I... Which our doula was amazing. Read in the book I rented from the library <laughs> that you should have a doula if you want to I was have... not about the doula at first. Ash was like real I was like weird about it. Well, because I, fe- I was like, what's a doula? And she was like, it's a birthing I think you couch. kept saying something about the brain. You were like... <laughs> My doula, I'm like, Lada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why can you not get the, like, singleton thing done, but you're over here, like, listing off brain parts? Templeton! So, (laughs) I didn't know what a doula was, and she was like... There's lots of kinds of doulas. She was like, it's a birthing coach, and I was like, what does the birthing coach do? Isn't that what, like, the nurses and doctors do? She's like, no, the birthing coach, like, is there to, like, support you and, like, help you breathe. And, like, she starts explaining all this stuff. And I was like, what the fuck am I there for then? Like, do I just sit in the corner while the doula takes my place? Like, I was not about it at all. I was kind of (laughs) pissed. I was like, what? Was I not fucking good enough the first time? And, like. You were great. "Mm." I'm not convinced. (laughs) I'm not convinced. You didn't do, like, you. We're there, and you support. I was very offended at the fact she was like, I want to have a doula. And I was like, oh, my God. And then, so we meet with this doula, and I'm like, fine, whatever. So we meet with this doula, and she comes over, and we have, like, an interview with her of, like, whether or not we want to use her or not. Oh, yeah. I don't remember how we found her. I don't know. I just found her. Probably at the library. (sighs) So... We, like, meet with her, and I was like, please... And I told her straight up, because I was like, I'm not spending a freaking dime 
on like taking my place. Like I'll know, just Ash do better. Like, I'll rent a book from the library. Okay, Ash was like, like not. I will not let you pay money for a doula. Like you have to. Find I just one felt like you bono. were like like I felt like I wasn't enough support for you for birth, and that like I obviously needed to do better, and so I was a little bit concerned about it. <clears throat> so. I w- so yeah, so we ended up talking with her, and she explained. She was like, "Well, like, what I'm there for is to like help maintain, <laughs> to like help maintain with like your birth plan." And we were like, "What's a birth plan?" So <clears throat> then we decide that um, the birth plan is like actually really really important. She explains that it's like you write down things that you like want or need to happen, and like, we hold to that. So, like, with Sawyer having so many issues with her skin, we didn't want them to wash the baby at the hospital. Like, we did not want those, like, soaps on the baby. We didn't want, like, her clean. Like, the things that the babies come out with and, like, that white film that they come out with is extremely good for their skin. Extremely good to, like, protect them. And it essentially, for them to be cleaned off, it's essentially just, like, a cleanliness thing or a clean status within the hospital. It doesn't matter whether they've had a bath or not. So she explains to us that like a birth plan is something that we write down what our wants are. And then she helps us advocate for staff to stick to our birth plan. So like Kirsten wanted to be able to have water and a clear diet this time because last time they didn't let her have anything. So she was like completely depleted on energy. Like, Something as simple as a jello would have helped significantly. And if for some reason she would have had to end up in, like, emergency C-section or something like that, she still would have been okay. Right. Like, they don't want you eating, like, full-blown meals, which we understood. But, like, she may have needed that, like, sugar spike to, like, help her get through. I'm so tired. Right. So, and then she explains, like, you know, it if we have, like, family that comes through. Because we do have some family stuff that, like, we didn't want to deal with. And it's hard... When you're at a hospital to be like, no, this is my boundary. Like, no, thank you. Or we don't want any visitors right now. We're exhausted. And she was like, you know, like, I can help you manage that as well, too. And so I was like, okay, so what are you really there for? She's like, I'm there to support you guys and allow you to be with your wife as the absolute most time as possible. And then I'll also keep a journal throughout it and I'll write stuff down for you guys. So that way you have like a birth story and like, notes that I've written down and then I'll like a write a note like write a letter to your child of like what his birthday was and we were like okay and so now I'm on board I'm like okay like I kind of like the idea of a doula yeah and so we met with her a couple times and she showed us a lot of really cool like stretching and like positions that like helped take um like pain and pressure off of Kirst as she got further in the pregnancy and like her belly was a lot bigger and um Kirsten did, like, what's that, what was that type of called? Hypnobirthing or something? Yeah, I did it, like, I did a hypnobirthing class, like, on my own. Yeah. Which was good. It's all about the mental, it doesn't, I couldn't do anything for hypnobirthing to help Kirsten. It's all about, like, her, like, how she thinks in her mind when she's going through, like, contractions. And, like, how she takes control back of, like, her body. Yeah. In the, like, during contractions and stuff. But it's a lot of, like, really deep, scary breathing. Like, (laughs) Like, she'd be like... (laughs) <laughs> and I was I don't like it okay. but like they talked about like the peanut bouncing ball to like mm-hmm. sit on that was like a, m- a lot more helpful and like 
we also stated that like, oh, we wanted me to get in the bath with yeah, the baby to, to like have that as a bonding time. And so we didn't wash him with any soaps or anything, but we like let him get like in the water with like me in the bathtub. Yeah, which was so cute. We have pictures of that. It was so, it was so adorable, sweet. but it threw the nurses through like the roof. They were like, we can't do that. And I was like, oh, but we will. And they did. They did. And they were good sports about it. They, they were, were really just, like, good really, sports. really like worried about him losing body heat and like mm-hmm. I don't know it was just a little bit like it's super important that they stay warm obviously but right. like there was like four or five nurses like obviously Ash had like a bathing suit on and everything right but... I wasn't like free balling it in there don't worry friends <laughs> don't worry about that um no but they like kept they like made sure that the temperature of the water was right so they had a temperature like they kept a tempo of the bath and then like um we only did it for like I think we only did it for like two or three minutes yeah and then um, they wanted to make sure that, like, nobody slipped and fell. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, they was really just there for, like, safety and guidelines, but they'd never had anybody do that before. And so they were like, um... So, the doula ended up being amazing. We also, Kirsten decided that she was going to encapsulate her placenta. Mm-hmm. I went all crunchy granola this time. I was like... So Kirsten tells me, too. She's like, I want a doula. And I was like, okay. And she's like, and there's something else. And I was like, okay. And she's like, I want to keep my placenta. And I was like... <laughs> I'm sorry, what? And she was like, I'm going to eat it. And I was like, <laughs> in my brain, in the ash brain that I have, I just picture... So, most of y'all don't know. If you know me and Kirsten, you know that Kirsten likes her steak raw. Yeah. Like, she... Or rare. I, sh- I should yeah, say I rare, but really raw is a better term for her. Yeah. But she likes it rare. Like, still mooing, just little tss, tss, done. Yeah. Like, she... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... When she tells me she wants to keep her placenta and she's going to eat it, I just see this, like, placenta on a dinner plate with, like, a steak knife and a fork and Kirsten just with, like, blood around her lips. Oh, like, my God. Like, what is that movie, that uh, Santa show? Santa Clarita. That's my yeah, name. Santa Clarita style. Like, that's it. I just see Kirsten, like, hearing the, like, knife and the fork oh, on the plate and, like, the, the placenta just, like, moving around and Kirsten just be like... <laughs> like <laughs> I just, I just couldn't. And I looked at her in that moment. And I was like, she's lost it. This is it. She's fucking lost it. Like, it is happening. They've talked about hormone pregnancy, like, problems. Like, it's here. I need to get her help. And she's like, no. And I was like, you're just going to eat it? Like, that's going to be your first meal after you have the baby? And she's like, no. Well, no, I had to take it to the placenta lady. And I'm like, she's going to help you? And so, like, <laughs> I was like, I, and by this time, I think I had gotten, like, white. Yeah. And I was doing the, like, swallow yeah. so I don't throw up moment. Like, like the big, like... Yeah. So, Kirsten's like, oh, babe. No, no, no. No, no, no. So, I I keep my placenta and I take it and somebody, de- like, dehydrates it and encapsulates it into, like, a vitamin form. And I was like, oh, okay. So, it's, like, cooked. And she's like, essentially, yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, so it's not like bloody on, like, what they get. So then she's like, what did you think? And I told her what I thought, and I told her my picture of what was happening. She's like, oh my God, babe, no. No, (laughs) no, no, no. So I'm like, okay. And I I was like, what is the point of this? She tells me, like, there's benefits for, like, breastfeeding and, like, the hormone dump that happens. And she's got all of these, this, like, really good information behind it. And I was like, oh, we should definitely do this. Like, this is going to make my life easier because the baby's going to be happier. You're going to be a lot happier. And with, like, breastfeeding stuff, like, she was really into, like, I want to breastfeed, like, better this time. I want to breastfeed longer. Like, I really want to do this. Yeah. And it's supposed to really help a mom with, like, their... What is it? Your supply? Yeah. So, 
I was like, all right, so we're doing that too. Well, then like you have to like bring a cooler to the hospital to like hold your own placenta and they have like a special fridge that's not for their lunches that they put the placentas in and you have to have like a name tag on it. Da, da, da. Well, <laughs> so we have our doula there with us. And she was extremely, like, crunchy granola, but she was freaking amazing. Like, yeah. I absolutely, like, if I ever ran into that lady again, she moved, like, yeah. out of the state. Yeah. But she was freaking awesome. She was hilarious. She fit in with Kirsten and I so well. She yeah. was so loving and kind. Like, she was young with us. Like, she was awesome. Yeah. She brought snacks, and I brought snacks, obviously. <laughs> and, like, so you we... You know Ashley always brings snacks. <laughs> Anyway. Don't tell them why I'm a fatty, okay? <laughs> I'm God. That's why. I'm just saying, if so, there's an occasion, you find a reason to bring some snacks. So I had, like, I had, like, uh, trail mix. I had Pop-Tarts. I had, like, some beef jerky strips or something or, like, Slim Jims or something like that. I, whatever. And then I had, like, some soda pops. And so I had all those. And then she's like, oh, I, I was like, D are you hungry? Like, do you need anything? She's like, oh, no, I brought snacks. And she gets this, like, <laughs> container out. And I swear to God, it was birdseed. <laughs> like, it looked like... And I was like... Um, now, we were on Good Enough Graces. And, like, we had met multiple times and, like, joked around. that I was like, oh, no, that's that's not going to get... That birdseed's not going to get you through this, <laughs> this labor. And she starts cracking up. I was like, you sure you don't want, like, a Pop-Tart or something? She's like, I haven't had a Pop-Tart and I don't even know how long. And then, like, she would keep bringing it up. Like, she would keep bringing up Pop-Tarts. So I was like, why don't we share a Pop-Tart? She was like, okay. I felt so accomplished that I got her to eat a Pop-Tart with me. <laughs> but it was her idea. It was fantastic. So we get there. Like, she's taking notes. We're watching movies. We're laughing. We're, like, reminiscing. It's lots of fun. Well, then it comes time that, like, we need the cooler. And I had forgotten the cooler in the car. Yes. So I was like, I got to go run to the Jeep and I got to go get the cooler. And she's like, no, no, no. That's why I'm here. Like, I'll run to the Jeep and I'll get the cooler. And we're like, okay, cool. She's like, what kind of Jeep is, like, what color is your Jeep and where is it parked? And we're like, it's parked right there and it's black. And she's like, got it. So she leaves to go get the cooler. She's gone for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. And we're like, where did she go? Like, did they stop her from coming back? Like, what's happening? And so, like, <laughs> she finally comes back, and she comes in the room, and she's beat red in the face. And I'm like, is everything okay? And she's like, so what happened was, I went down there, and I, like, unlocked it. I found your black Jeep, and I unlocked it, and I got in it, and I was like, okay, where's the cooler? And, like, it wasn't where you at first said it was, but, like, you know, when you, like, go into labor, like, you don't always remember everything, because you're just, like, getting... You're, you're excited. You're getting there. So I looked into the back seat and then I found it like in the trunk. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Like, I don't remember putting it in the trunk. And she's like, so I'm like getting the cooler, but there was like sandwich stuff in there. And I was like, what? But, mind you, this is like a little like personal, like lunchbox cooler, not like a cooler that you take camping with you. Right. Yeah. And she's like, so I had to like, I was like trying to like figure out like what to do. There was like mayonnaise and like turkey and like cheese, and, like all this stuff. In there. And I was like, well, gosh, does Ash want this? Like, is she hungry? Like what is happening? And bless you. Thank you. God bless you. <laughs> and so she's like, and then that's when I heard him. And I was like, what? She's like, and then I was thinking to myself, like, this Jeep really smells very like outdoor manly. And she's like, but I, I was just like, well, I'll just take this all in. But it was a big, big cooler. I don't know where they're going to put it at. And then I heard him. And I, we were like, oh, no. And she's like, he just kind of went, <clears throat> can I help you? And she was like, that's when I realized it wasn't your Jeep. <laughs> she was in somebody else's Jeep. <laughs> just trudging through their snacks for the day. And she was like, 
I am so sorry. This is the wrong Jeep. So she, like, looks up, and our Jeep's, like, two spaces over. <laughs> so she gets in our Jeep, gets it, comes back up. We were cracking up. So that was, like, in the story. That was in the, the moment, like, that, or the letter that she wrote. Oh, yeah. That was cute. Kirsten gets to the point where she's, like, ready to push, and, like, that's when everything took a turn. Yeah. Like, he was stuck. He was not coming out. His, like rates were going down like all of his like vitals were going down they started getting really concerned about it his cord was wrapped around his neck like three times so they at this point the the doctor is like all right so she just starts like grabbing cord and like cutting cord off and then he still was stuck wasn't coming out i was like really worried kirsten was hemorrhaging really bad and then all of a sudden the doctor was like, okay, like I have one more thing we can try or we have to go do a C-section. And then all of a sudden like he f- flew out. Like I remember being like, oh my God, catch him. Like yeah. he flew out. And then he was here. He was purple when he came out. Like he was not in amazing condition. And then Kier's vitals started going down. Yeah. So then they started focusing on you. And like, I remember they were like telling me to go with him. They yeah. kept him in the room still. They never yeah. took him. He, like, perked up quick. He did perk up pretty quick. He got pink after pro- probably, like, the first, like, three to five minutes. Yeah. But you weren't doing amazing, and they were really worried about how bad you were hemorrhaging. Yeah. And they had got... Then they put... They had you on auction when you were pushing him out the last couple minutes trying to get his auction up. Yeah. And that's when I was like, I'm good. We're done. Yeah. Like, he ended up scared being... scared you. It did scare me. Yeah. Like, and so... And at this point in time, too, so we get through that. We didn't want to stay at the hospital super long. Uh Uh-uh. And so we went home pretty quick this time, I think. Yeah. It was Easter weekend, too. So, like, it was kind of weird. Like, they wouldn't exactly, like, let us go. But they couldn't do everything, like, that they needed to do either. Yeah. Well, and, like... I don't know. It was, it was just, we were ready to be home yeah. for sure. And that was super stressful. But like, he would cry like painful cries. Yeah. And like, we were like, something's wrong. And like, after we got home and we were saying, you were saying something's wrong. At the hospital. Like at the hospital. And they're yeah. like, no, like he's okay. Like he's probably a little bit bruised. Like right, he, just had he was stuck of- in that canal for a long time. And we we're like, okay. And then we were like... All right, so we took him home, and, like, anytime we would get him dressed or undressed, like, he would lose his mind. And it was not, like, an I'm, like, just mad cry. Like, it was, like, I'm hurt cry. Like, you're hurting me. Right. And we had a nurse, like, at that time with our insurance, we had, like, the travel nurse that would, like, come to the house and, like, do his weigh-ins and, like, check his, like, vitals and stuff. And we we told her again, we were, like, something's wrong. And she was, like, okay, like, let me see him. And I remember she, like, sat down on our couch... And, like, had him on her knees, yeah. like, like laying in her lap, like, his head up on her knees. And she, yeah. like, started, like, going down his arms and stuff and, like, got to his collarbone. And it literally was, like, Velcro. Yeah. And she was like, oh, he has a broken collarbone. Yeah. And we are like, well, why is that? And she was like, did you have a hard time when you were, like, pushing him out? And she was like, yeah. She goes, was it, like, really, like, was he stuck? And we are like, yeah. And she's like, oh, you probably had shoulder dysplasia. Hold on. So we like, yeah. she, like, looks up the chart and she's like, oh, yeah, short, what's it, how's it it's say? Shoulder dysplasia. Dysplasia. I always say dysplasia. It's okay. You can add it. Temple 10! <laughs> <So, laughs> These words are hard. 
So we were like, well, what is that? So we kind of had briefly researched that, but essentially what happened was that the doctor broke his collarbone to get him out and, like, save him and save Kirst. Yeah. Like, I guess that's, like, something that can happen or that'll do it. And that's why he shot deal. out. Right. Like, he literally, sh- like, shot out. Yeah. And so, and we were like, well, what do we do for that? Like, how do we take care of that? She's like, you literally just don't put his arm in a sleeve and, like, we'll watch it over his next couple appointments, but just, like, leave his arm against his body and his chest. Like, that's where he's holding it anyways. Yeah. And just, like, dress him normally besides that, but don't pull his arm up and, like, try to put it in a sleeve we or anything. We didn't go in like, the car a lot because of the car seat. Yeah, like, we didn't. Up on his, no, you know, No, only if we had to for, yeah. like, a doctor's appointment for him. But, yeah, like, his, his birth was way more traumatic. Yeah. For sure. And scary. And Kirsten did it with no drugs. Nothing. Tylenol. I had Tylenol. Oh my God, you break a headache. <laughs> yeah, I remember she had a really bad headache, but they said that was because of like the hemorrhaging or something. Babe, no, that was before. No, it was after. Oh, they gave you Tylenol too to stitch you up. Yeah, well, <laughs> they kind of forgot, and then when they went to stitch me up and realized that you didn't have an epidural. Yeah, yeah that was dick move by them. Well, you let them have about it. I, yeah, I was not happy. She was like, "Excuse me." You don't do that. <laughs> I understand that, like... He was so different, though. Like, he was... Wasn't he a little bit longer than Sawyer? Like, he seemed skinnier. He was a little skinnier, but he was longer. But the same ounces He was, pounds. like, olive skin, though. He had, like, a tan. Like, the kid came out with a tan. I know, yeah. He and he was like that. Like, he's yeah. still like that. Yeah. He has a little olive skin little, tone. Little tan boy. And brown eyes. Yes, his brown eyes. Yes. And Sawyer has, like, bright blue eyes, and Kirsten and I both have blue eyes. And Penn. Well, we're not there yet. Sorry. Shh. The Templeton! Templeton! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, now we're, like, moms of two. Yeah. It's impressive. You're impressive. It happened fast. You're impressive. Oh. All the, the, like, glory in that goes to you. Oh, my gosh. Because that was intense. It really was. He was such a little snuggle bug. He was. He was snug as a bug. We have such cute pictures with him. And Sawyer loved him. I know. Loved him. We have the cutest picture of her kissing him on the head. And he loved her. Like, they were amazing. I know. So cute. And they both, like, he slept through the night pretty good. Until he didn't. (laughs) Oh, that's next episode. Yeah. (laughs) Ugh, Gavin and his sleep problems. (laughs) And his nickname, too. Oh, yes. Pot roast. Because <laughs> he was about the size of a little roast you'd put in a crock pot. But he didn't have rolls, so he didn't look chunky or thick. No. But you would pick him up and there was like a sandbag diaper on him. Like, you'd pick him up and everybody would go to pick him up and be like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So we called him pot roast for like the first, like, what, two and a half years of his life? Two years of his life? Poor yeah. kid. Pot roast! Pot roast. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, well, we'll get into the sleeping habits and everything else that happened next now that we've got two babies. Yep. It was the best thing ever, though. Yeah. Like, we are, like, on cloud nine at this point. Yep. Oh. Great. It was fantastic. You're a champ, though. I Uh could never do what you do. I was meant to be a mom, but not if I was going to carry him. Oh, my gosh. No way. There's no way I could have managed or handled any of what you did. You're a champ, babe. Oh, thanks, baby. You deserve a medal. Or five. A medal. Thank Some, you. A medal, a plaque, a, an award. A placard. Here's your birth placard. Congratulations. <laughs> That's the certificate you got, okay? I guess you did get a certificate, so never mind. Yeah, tough. Oh my gosh. Friends, thanks so much for being here with us. Uh, check out our Instagram 
at the Ashen Kirst. We've got our Tic Tac Lesbian Tic Tac Tic Tac every time Tic Tac <laughs> at Lesbian Honest Podcast. And hit us up, let us know. You guys have an amazing rest of your week. Bye.